The Tanya of the day of Sunday is the beginning of chapter 19. If you remember, we said in chapter 18, we are answering two fundamental questions on the natural love we all possess. How do we inherit a love? And where is the sound in our soul? So now we understand we inherit the love by virtue of the godly soul we receive. And it's found within the seminal wisdom, the chachma of the soul, where there is the most space for God, because it's so nullified. In chapter 19, continuing, the bulk of the chapter we're devoting to what is the nature of this love, meaning what does this love want? And at the end, we're going to discuss how does fear also have a part in this love. So what is the nature of this love? What does she want? This love is different than most loves. Most loves are created by thinking, by using your faculty of understanding, of Bina. Most loves actually are an extension of self. This love isn't found in Bina and understanding. It's found in seminal wisdom, in Chachma. This love isn't about self. Seminal wisdom is about negation of self. So what does this love want? So we can understand that looking at the verse, it says, the candle of God is the soul of man, meaning our souls are like a flame. And just as a flame is always flickering upward because it wants to be reunited with its source, which is the source of all fire under the moon, if this flame achieves her desire, it's a double suicide. In this world, she's gone. And in the source of all fire, what's the flame in the source of all fire? She doesn't exist above either. So it doesn't aid her. It doesn't aggrandize her. Why does she want it? It's her nature. We use the term nature for something that's irrational. It could be lower than reason. It could be higher than reason. But it's not motivated by logical reasoning. That's what we mean by nature. So the nature of the flame is to be reunited with the source of fire. And so she's always flickering, flickering, flickering upward. And just to escape the parameters of that wick holding her down. Even though she gains nothing by this. So true. That is a parable. It's a metaphor for the soul of man. Because our soul is also always flickering upward. It also wants to leave the constraints of this world, of this body, and be reunited with her source with the source of our life with God, even though also she would experience a certain type of death, meaning obviously the person in this world would cease to live because uh, the soul's gone. And above, though she wouldn't cease to exist, but she would lose all of her definitions and parameters. So if she's not doing this for her own gain, for her own aggrandizement, why is she doing it? This is her nature. This is something super rational. This is something not logical. This is the will of the soul to be reunited and one with God. And it doesn't make a difference if there's no gain. It doesn't make a difference if there's a loss. And that goes back to the idea that this love is sourced in the seminal wisdom, which is all about complete nullification to God without any sense of self. So this is a love without self. It's a love that desires God.